Thankfully, C4 Energy has reinvented the energy drink game with C4 Smart Energy, the only energy drink clinically proven to provide enhanced mental focus. C4 Smart Energy is formulated with 200 milligrams of natural caffeine from green coffee beans, plus potassium, niacin, and vitamin B12 to support well-being and help you feel your best, all while promoting fat burn and boosting metabolism. So I have recently tried C4 Smart Energy, and let me tell you, it is giving me a boost. That caffeine is hitting because I have a very short attention span. I get distracted so easily, and I tried it, and I was like, yeah, this is a boost all right. I love that. Look for smart energy every day in the beverage aisle at your local Target. Go grab a can and share on social media tagging at C4 Energy and the It's Me Tinks podcast to show how smart energy helps you stay focused wherever you are. C4 Smart Energy. Stay focused. To know me is to know that I am obsessed with spicy margaritas. Love tequila cocktails? Then check out the award-winning 21 Seeds Infused Tequila. It's a -a one-of-a-kind tequila infused with the juice of real fruit. 21 Seeds is smooth, not sweet. It smells fresh and bright and tastes incredible. Try 21 Seeds Infused Tequila. Learn more at 21seeds.com. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds, Diageo, New York, New York. Way's new anti-frizz cream provides immediate frizz control that lasts up to 72 hours plus heat production up to 450 degrees. Okay, so I actually tried Way's new anti-frizz cream on live with my community, which is kind of risky, right, to try a new product on live. I put it on my hair, which as you guys know is level 9 million frizzy. And by the time I had got done finishing my glam because I was doing glam on live, my hair was dry and I was shook to my core at how smooth my hair looked, especially that frizzy top part, you know, in in your part, all those little baby hairs coming through, that frizzy part, that was smooth. So shout out Way for consistently delivering products that actually work and do what they say they're going to do on the bottle. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter promo code MEATINKS for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com promo code me tanks hi guys good morning hi everyone welcome back to it's me tanks live exclusively on sirius xm channel 109 guys i'm gonna be honest with you i was lying in my bed last night racking my brains on what i could say at the top of the show to comfort you all And I came to the conclusion that we can't be comforted, and we shouldn't. Yesterday's attack on innocent people left all of us just broken. I think we're all just broken. We're all sick of this. And we haven't even begun to process the the horrible murders in Buffalo, the murder at the church, There have been more shootings this year than there have been days. And so there's nothing for me to say that's going to comfort all of us. It's beyond words. It's beyond comprehension. And, you know, I try to be a place where people can come to, to escape and to, you know, have a break. But we cannot 
We can't turn our eyes away from this. We can't get complacent. We can't let this be another cycle of we're all posting the same infographic. We're all crying. We're all holding on to our families tighter and then nothing changes. We can't. This is, it's beyond words. I, d- I don't have the words to, to articulate the pain that those families are going through right now. And the thing is that we can, we can prevent this, right? It's not a natural disaster. This is preventable. I donated to every town yesterday. I posted the link on my Instagram. I'm going to put it again in the show notes um, of this as a podcast. So please join me in donating. Um, and, and we can't look away, okay? Enough is enough. This is outrageous. And we need to stay outraged. <sighs> no easy transition. No easy, tra- no easy transition. Um, and, and my thought, my first thought was a complete one, but I, my second thought is that I love you guys. I believe in us. I believe in you. And I believe in the power of human connection and working together. Okay. So in my own small way, how I'm going to move forward today is to take these calls of these amazing listeners and people, and I'm going to just connect with other human beings. And, and that's how I'm going to move forward, um, today. So, so let's take our first caller. I think we are going to Kylie. Hi, Kylie. How are you? Good morning. Oh, my God. Thanks. What's up? Thank you um, for taking my call. And also, thank you for um, just acknowledging the terrible things that happened yesterday. And, and just in the past, I, I also have taken some time to reflect on what I can do to change the people around me. And hopefully just we can... We can promote that as much as possible. But yes, thank you for taking Agreed. my call. Yeah. Um, hi. What's up? What's um, your What's your question? Hi. How are you? <laughs> good. I'm good. I'm actually in a huge, just like transitional period. Okay. I am, which is why I'm calling. Um, really, for some like blunt, big sister advice, if you can give it to me. I'm ready. Um, How old are you? I'm 25, which okay. I guess, well, I turn 25 tomorrow, actually. Oh, my God. And, um, yeah, well, 25. Is a really good birthday present. <laughs> 25 is definitely a big kind of, it's a big age for a gal. It's a big age. It's a, There's a lot of change afoot. You're really going from, like, feeling like you're just, you know, young 20s, you're a baby, you're just kind of, like, having fun, and then all of a sudden 25 creeps up on you, and you're like, mm, okay. Anyway, you tell me what's going on. Exactly. So, yes, 25, like, I feel like I'm at a just crossroads. I A little backstory is I have a degree in public relations. Okay. Um, and I, I worked in that out of college um, here and there. Um, and it's just, long story short, just not really a service base as I've decided that I would like to live my life. Um, mm-hmm. I, I have figured out that serving others is something that brings me like serving others serves myself right um it brings me like a sense of joy that other things can't give me and you know there are jobs there are careers out there that I can focus on that with so I have taken the next steps into a new journey a new um kind of phase in a like literal completely different career mm-hmm. and I mean I'm in the interview process Great. I'm in all of this I'm in all of that I'm having 
some mentors. Like I even have a phone call with a mentor later today. Oh, that's great. And really, my freaking fear of failure. I'm sorry. I don't know if you can cuss on here. You can. But so I said freaking. Um, <laughs> uh, my fucking fear of failure is yeah. insane. And I don't know why I'm always telling my friends, telling my family members, like, you've got this. You can do this. Yeah. And I and I tell myself every morning, like, do it for yourself. I, I heard you say that one day. Yeah. Do yeah. it for yourself. Like, don't don't do it for anything else. Don't do it because you feel like you have to. Just do it for yourself. And I'm telling myself that. But it, I just I don't know what it is. It's like a freaking speed bump in my way. Yeah. yeah. So you're afraid of you're afraid of failing in this new in this new uh, career that you're gonna have. I yes. th- and just oh the my gosh. Of it all. Yeah. Well, I think so. I think it's probably so. Okay. Let's back up. First of all, change is scary. It's always scary, even if you want it, right? It's always fucking scary to make a big life change. And it's also, you know, coming to you at a time that's very transitional. As you said, you know, it's a big birthday. Like, you know, it's your quarter century. It's 25 is a big marker. So I think the fact that this career path, career shift is is coinciding with your birthday, you know, it's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of buildup. And Anytime you let go of one dream to pursue another, that's a big mental shift, right? Because, you know, you're in your teenage years, you're 21, you're 22, and you you think, okay, I want to be in public relations. That's how you envision your life, right? You project that vision of your life. You're When you're lying uh, in your bed, falling asleep at night, you're thinking, oh, well, when I'm going to do this in public relations and that. So to sh- switch that, to come to that realization and shift it, it's a big moment. Let's talk about failure. Okay, one mantra that I really love. Doubt killed more dreams than failure ever did. Doubt killed more dreams than failure ever did. Meaning like when you doubt yourself, that's when you have a problem. It's you don't you don't actually you're not going to fail. You're the most you seem so like on top of it. You've got everything. Like I thought you were going to be like, I don't know what to do. You're like, I'm in the interview process. Like I'm telling my, my family and friends, you know, supporting them. Like you are a go-getter. I can tell from your voice and I can tell from the fact that you are, had the courage to make this shift so early in your life, in your career. Okay. That's one mantra. The other one is done is better than perfect. And that helps me a lot too, because if you're a type A person and you are very driven you can sometimes get caught up in the idea of perfection, big or small. You can get caught up in the idea of perfecting an email or perfecting, you know, an interview or or something big like a career. But the thing is, perfection doesn't exist, right? You're chasing a ghost. And so it's like you have to say, sometimes for me, I'm just like, done is better than perfect. Just move it on, move it on to the next thing. The world moves so fast and work moves so fast and our lives move so fast that like you can't get caught up on oh my God, is this going to make me fail or is that going to make me fail? Um, And then the the final thing is like, you have to have faith in yourself. Like that's something that people forget is you've gotten yourself this far. You, every choice you ever made got you to where you're standing today. And by the way, it's a great place to be standing. It's about to be your birthday. You're going to get a new job soon. You're going to, I haven't even circled back on the most amazing thing, which is that you've decided you want to be in the service of others and, you know, just have this career change. Like, that's amazing. That's literally amazing. So I truly am not worried about you at all. I think you're just having, you know, that first big birthday, like, bajiggity time. But you're completely fine. I promise you. You're just a little scared of change, which everybody is. 
Thanks. Thank you. Oh my gosh. I, wow. That for some reason, somebody you don't know giving you (laughs) that validation is just a lot better than I know. I I can't even thank you enough. Thank you. I'm I'm, I'm going to just fully lean into this. Lean in and don't be afraid. Be proud of yourself. Every time you go for that fear, like every time you go for that tummy flip, switch it and go, Oh, I have, um, I have another, I'm going to leave you with one more. Fear and excitement are the two sides of the same coin. So anytime you're like, I'm really scared to get to start this new job, just think, no, that's excitement. I just labeled it wrong. It's excitement. Right. I'm so proud of you. Happy, happy birthday, Kylie. I'm really excited for you. I know you're going to do great. Thank you, team. I love you. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Have a great day. I love you too. too. Happy birthday. Bye. Isn't that the truth? I mean, I think about that all the time, about how sometimes it just takes a stranger, not a stranger, but someone you don't know, because, you you know, sometimes your family and friends, they tell you the same thing over and over again. You start to not believe them. I don't believe anything my mom says. She's like, you look nice today. I'm like, do I? So I have a trip planned to Palm Desert coming up and I booked an Airbnb because I wanted to be with all of my friends. This house we booked has a beautiful pool. So you guys know I will be catching some rays and doing a little bit of tanning. I know a few friends who have houses and when they're away, whether it's on a trip or they're traveling for work, they just Airbnb their houses. So they're like actively making money while they're away, which is kind of the dream, right? Like passively making extra money. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Here's a little travel secret. The best time to visit Scottsdale, Arizona is actually in the summer. When you summer in Scottsdale, you can stay in five-star resorts for three-star prices and get access to the best Scottsdale has to offer at the best rates. There are so many ways to stay cool while feeling hot in Scottsdale over the summer, including tranquil pool scenes or rowdy pool parties, world-class shopping museums and art galleries. You guys, I am about to fire up my group chat because I love the idea of going to Scottsdale this summer. I love the idea that we can take it any way we want. We can go to a fancy dinner. We can get rowdy at a pool party. I've heard of the famous pool parties in Scottsdale and I need to experience them because there's nothing I love more than sunshine and a good time. Visit experiencescottsdale.com slash tinks to learn more and start planning your trip. That's experiencescottsdale.com slash tinks. This Mother's Day, spoil the moms in your life with little luxuries from Osea. I am obsessed with Osea because it is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate neutral certified. And I just know I can feel very safe using everything. My mom loves it too. I always gift her Osea because I know she's obsessed with it. She is a big fan of the body oil. She just loves how soft it makes her skin feel. It is the best. The Andaria Algae Body Oil is seriously one of a kind. Like I said, that's my mom's favorite. It's rich yet never greasy and it's clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity. It leaves skin silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Spoil the moms in your life with clean vegan skincare and body care from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code TINKS at OseaMalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to OseaMalibu.com and use code TINKS for 10% off. You told me that yesterday too. (laughs) I love you, mom. Okay, Catherine. Hi, Catherine. Good morning. How are you? 
Hi, Tanks. I just had like a Tanksified Wednesday. I did my rich mom walk, listened to three of your episodes, oh. and now I'm making a Sieta rap. <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh, those raps are so good. I love them so much. They're so, they're like, for anybody who doesn't know, they're like grain free, gluten free raps. So they're very LA, but they make me feel like I'm got my shit together. So I hope you enjoy your rap. Thank you. So my question is, and it's kind of like, I don't know if you've been asked this question before, but I wanted to know if you've ever read this book, and there's two versions of it. It's called The Rules by Ellen Fine and mm-hmm. Sherry Schneider. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they, you, you have read it? I've read parts of it. I, I know a lot about it. Yeah, I, I have. It's Okay. There's, listen, there's... I don't, I think that there's some useful and interesting parts of it. Well, sorry, you go first. You tell me what you think of it and then we'll discuss. Oh, well, yeah. No, no, it's okay. They have the 90s version and then it kind of became outdated because like texting came in and they made the 2015 version and I read it after getting like deeply rejected by a super cute like med student guy and I was deeply, I could not get over him. Yeah. I read the book. The book has some issues in terms of, like being a feminist and just yeah. like it's it's kind of bad but I like try to take it out of context and like apply it more scientifically like what would tanks do in this situation yeah. and but that brings me to the second story of like could you start a book club but like you would just kind of talk about it on your podcast and like the followers could read along Catherine I have a book club already <laughs> well, what wait I feel like Oh, like internal? <laughs> yeah, no, no. I have a book club. I have a book club with Literati. Um, but I, but you're saying this book. You want me to read this book and talk about it? Yeah. I mean, I can give you my spiel on it. I've I've only read parts of the '90s version. I actually didn't know that they had a 2015. Maybe I did. I don't know. But I again, I think that there's useful things in the book. There's useful concepts. My whole thing is that for since the dawn of time, all dating quote rules have fallen on women's heads, right? And that's where I take umbrage with a lot of what's in the book because it's like, you don't do this, you don't do that. Like, wait three days, turn around, touch your head and like wear a blue, you know, sweater and then that's going to be okay. And I'm like, I'm like, even if this is true, which I don't think most, some of it is, like, why do we need to be trapping men like they're wild animals? Like, why, why should I spend a majority of my week thinking about how to you know, c- capture this man. I, I don't know. I, and again, I, I have not read the full book. I can't speak on it fully. But I just, for, for my followers, for my community, I just don't want them to be stressed about it. I want dating to be fun. And I want it to be a, a time of self-exploration. And correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't the whole thing uh, like how to catch a husband? Like, isn't that the whole goal of the book? Yes, it's it's very, and I'm Jewish, and it's very, like, Jewish. Like, how to catch a husband, which is why I, when I read it, I kind of was like, this feels kind of, like, wrong to men. But I took it with a grain of salt. Yeah. And only in, like, certain chapters it was good. But Yeah. And that's the other thing. I was like, Tanks wouldn't like this because Tanks is like, text the guy, double text, who the fuck cares, yeah. do what you want. But but then again, and I, and I want to be super clear about this, my dating philosophy is not 
how to get a husband. Like if you, if that is your number one goal is to get married regardless of anything, then I'm, I'm probably not the person to follow because my whole thing is like, Okay, we have a lot of unhappy women in their 40s and 50s. Like the divorce rate is very high and and for me I'm obsessed with female happiness. So this obsession with just getting married no matter what, for me I I don't I can't subscribe to that. I want my girls, my followers to be happy and have fun and discover what they want in dating and discover themselves and when the right person comes along they're gonna know he's gonna drop in and they're gonna go oh that's my guy all good rather than spending the years of 22 to 28 hunting in the west village with a spear like they're going fishing like for a a husband I just like I don't know I I just feel like we've gone past that and I feel like moreover it can result in people getting into marriages that don't make them happy. Um, so I think that dating needs a rebrand. Like, I think it needs to be about, a, it, you know how, like, teenage years, they're an era? I think dating needs to be an era, like college or, you know, whatever. Because dating is about discovering what you like in other people and discovering yourself. Now, that's not to say if you don't meet the guy when you're 24, like, that's great. Congratulations, you found him cool. But, like, this whole obsession with just getting married, which we're fed, by the way, since we're two years old, it fucks up with our happiness North Star, you know, because then we focus on that and we, we forget to say, oh, well, well, what about this that I wanted to do or what about that that I wanted to do? Um, that was a very long tirade. And Sorry, I don't want to burn any more of your time, but the last thing I wanted to tell you, because I've been trying to tell you in your DMs, but I know you get a bajillion DMs, is there's an HBO show that rhymes with your name. It's called Minx, M-I-N-X, and, like, please, please watch it. Is it good? What's it about? What's it about? It takes place in Los Angeles in the 70s, and it's a girl who wants to start a feminist magazine, but, like, no one wants to (laughs) fund it. So a pornography company funds it. You will love it. Oh, my God. Sounds like completely up my alley. Should I start a magazine run by a pornography company? Maybe. I don't know. (laughs) Yes. But anyway, I love you. And I know you have other callers. No, that was really interesting. That was a really interesting talk. Sorry, I just kind of talked. I didn't let you talk that much. But thank you for bringing it up. Because I think that the rules, yeah, I think it's a very interesting thing. And I think it's just different philosophies. And I think it's okay for us to have different dating philosophies. There are some women who are like, look, I want to get married by 26 no matter what. And, in, and you know, God bless. Like, But my dating pro- advice probably isn't, isn't for them. You know what I mean? So different strokes for different folks. Um, exactly. All okay. right. Bye, girl. Well, Thank you, you for calling. Love you so much. Bye. Have a great day. All right. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to It's Me Tinks Live on SiriusXM Stars Channel 109. If you have a question or something you want to ask, something you need advice on, call 888-94-STARS right now. Okay. We're going to go to Liz. Hi, Liz. Good morning. Hi, Tinks. Um, so my question is also kind of about dating. Okay. Um, well, not kind of, totally. <laughs> um, so I just went on a first date with a guy last week, and it was, like, literally perfect. Mm. Like, nothing wrong with him. Like, we were there for three hours at dinner. It was amazing. Like, liked him so much. And um, he went out of town this week, and he's been at the beach with his family. And so we haven't been able to go out again. Um, but I kind of like, we were texting and I kind of mentioned I was going to dinner 
Um, and he just straight up asked me, like, if I was going on a date. Oh, my God. Um, and <laughs> what'd you say? <laughs> I was like, I mean, yeah, like, I am going on a date. I was like, you know, I really like you, but, you know, we've only been on one date. So, like, you know, like, yeah, I'm going on another date. Yeah. Um, and, but then when I, like, started thinking about it, I was kind of like, I really don't want to go out with anyone else. And so I'm, like, wondering if I should, like, kind of, like, push myself to keep dating other people, like, so, like, I don't, you know, like, get too in too fast or, like, like, what I should do there. Like, how soon is it, like, too soon to be exclusive? Well, you've had one date with him? Right. Yeah. (laughs) I think think one date is too fast to be exclusive. But, you know, there's always, like, the the random stories of people that dated from the first date. Um, Well, what did he say when you said you you were going on another date? Was he like, what the fuck? Or was he like, fair enough? No. He was just like, oh, okay. Like, I'm, like, not going to pretend like I'm not sad about it. But, like, I understand, you know, he only went on a date, whatever. And I mean, I ended up telling him that I canceled my date, which like I feel like I shouldn't have done. Oh, then you I did. feel like now he kind of now he knows he's got the power, Liz. He knows he right, <laughs> right. Um, but that's okay. That's really cute. I think just like I think just like leave that in the past. Like don't bring it up again. Hopefully he won't bring it up again. Um, and don't bring up like dating exclusively yet. I think it's just like a little too soon and just like have fun. Just just revert back to the main course. Just be like, okay, like, you know, we're going back to the main course and we're just going to stay, you know, have a fun second date and and just I would just leave that stuff cuz it's just like it's just it gets too sticky and sensitive too early on and sometimes we get a false closeness with people where we're like and listen, I'm not saying this guy's in the love of your life. Like, maybe he is. I hope he is. But, you know, on the off chance that he isn't, just, like, you know, tread a little lightly. Because I've done that stuff, too, where it's, like, you know, you get on the second date and you're, like, oh, well, when we're getting married and blah, blah, blah. And then it's just, like, kind of, like, ugh. So I think revert back to course, have a nice second date, and you'll probably be dating this guy exclusively soon. It sounds like you guys really like each other. Okay, yeah, we're going out again on Saturday, but so should I, like, not go on any other dates? I mean, I actually do have another date planned for tomorrow. Okay, Liz, I love your energy, by the way. Like, this is what I I wish all (laughs) girls would do is just, like, plan them up. Um, Listen, sometimes I like to go on other dates like in this, if I really like someone, because I get very swept away with people, and so sometimes I just need to, like, knock myself down. However... There is a circumstance in which you go on the other date and it makes you like the first guy more because you're just like, this guy sucks compared to the guy I'm already dating. So, I mean, I don't know. Are you excited about the other date that you have planned? Um, I mean, not really. Like, he's really cute and everything, but yeah, not really. But I don't know if that's just like in my head, you know? Yeah. Um, I think go. You've only been on one date with this guy. Just go. By the way, you're only getting drinks or dinner with this other guy. You're not like whatever. So just just go. Don't tell first guy about this date. Don't tell him on the date, even if you want to, even if it's terrible and you think, oh, it would be cute on my Saturday date to be like, ew, I went on another date and he wasn't as good as you. Like, don't do that. Just don't talk about other guys. Um, don't talk about being exclusive and just have fun with the first guy because he sounds really great. And with the, with the other guy, the, the date in between, just have fun too. Easy breezy. 
you're just a you're just a beacon of fun and you know joy and dating and and I bet a lot of girls are going to be like, how the fuck did Liz get so many dates in one week? What is she doing? Because that's amazing. But it's good. Also, I maintain, I, I, I disagree with a lot of Sex and City, but I do agree with that one thing they said about the scent. You get the scent on you. You get one date. You, that's all you need to get a date is another date. And then you got like four. That's how it goes. So it's fun to have the scent on you. So just just have fun. Yeah. See how it goes. And I'm dying to write in in like three weeks. Please email the show and tell me if um, you're dating that guy exclusively. If I'm still talking to this guy. Yeah, please do. <laughs> okay. For sure. Um, okay. Right, thank you. Have fun this week. Love you. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Okay, we are going to take a quick, I wonder if it makes everybody uncomfortable that I say love you to every single one of them, because I do, I do, that's genuine love, you guys. Okay, I think we're going to talk to Maddie. Hi, Maddie, how are you? Oh my gosh, hi, Tings, I'm good, how are you? I'm good, what's going on? This is literally crazy to talk to you, like, I'm fangirling so hard right now. Oh, I'm excited to talk to you, yeah, what's going on? Okay, so I um, just finished my first year in university, okay. and I'm, like, seeing this guy, whatever, super casual, like, at the end of this year, so, like, in the last couple of months, um, and he went home for the summer, and, like, we've still been talking, like, we are, like, oh, yeah, we'll, like, be back together in the fall, whatever, whatever, Yeah. but it's, like, feeling like it's preventing me from, like, going on other dates or like seeing other people this summer and I'm like not sure if I should be closing myself off yet I feel like I'm closing myself off because I really like him and I just wanted to like hear your take I guess yeah so you guys didn't talk about like exclusivity or 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 visiting each other over the summer it no it was more just like we didn't say anything about exclusivity. I think he's going to come, because like, I'm staying where we go to school. Like, we go to McGill, so I'm still in Montreal oh, with my family. I love Montreal. So I think he's okay. coming back. Yeah. Yeah, it's, like, my favorite city. It's so, so beautiful. Probably okay. we'll see him. Mm-hmm. And it's so beautiful. And so. But nothing set. Let me ask you this. Um, how often do you guys text or talk or FaceTime? Like, every day. Fuck. Fuck. Okay. Uh, that's probably not what you wanted to hear from me, but I just have been in that exact situation where it's like you're obsessed with each other, but you're not together and you're kind of like, well, what do I do? I mean, man, I don't know. I kind of think that have you guys ever had a talk that's like, well, we should be boyfriend, girlfriend, like even when you were kind of seeing each other casually or has it just been casual the whole time? It was all casual because I was also seeing this other guy at the same time. And, like, I wasn't exclusive with him. So I was kind of like, oh, like, I'm not really ready to be um, exclusive with anybody. But then, like, after seeing the guy is Alex. Like, after seeing him for so long, I was like, oh, wait, I kind of, like, don't care about the other guy. So I stopped talking to him. Yeah. (laughs) But now I'm like, what do I do? And now you're, like, pining over him. Yeah. I mean, I think you have a couple different routes. I think... I, I mean, it sounds like you really like him. I don't know. I can, I can kind of tell I want, and I, I don't know if you're in the headspace to go on other dates. Now you could be a savage and just be able to switch it off and be like, no, screw it. Like I'm going to date around this summer. And then when he comes back in the fall, like I'm going to, you know, pick up again. But 
Um, it sounds like you really like him. And for me, when I get into a texting jag with someone like every day and you're, you're so used to like that comfort, that's really hard to like go on another date. But then you're looking at your phone being like, well, did he text me? Like, how was his day? Like, what did he, you know, that's a really, that's a lot to manage emotionally. So I don't know. I would almost, I don't know. Would you ever talk to him, to Alex and be just be like, look, I, I can't stop thinking about you. Um, are you seeing other people? Like, are you even there yet? I totally would because I've like tried to set up dates and then I've like canceled them like last year. Yeah, I I, can't. I can tell you really like him. Yeah, like you, you really, yeah. So I think that um, this is not my normal advice. Well, I don't know, but I think that you should talk to him because it sounds like you guys have open communication. You're chatting a lot. Um, and it doesn't have to be like a massive thing. It can just be like, look, I, I just want you to know, like, I'm thinking about you a lot. Like we're texting a lot and it feels good. Just kind of see what he says. Just do a little dip your elbow in the bath water. Yeah. Just dip your elbow in and see what, see what he says because you, you never know. And if he had any sense that you were dating other guys in the beginning, he might think that you're the one who doesn't want anything serious so you don't know I think in this case honesty is the best policy and you should um and you should you should try because what's the point in forcing yourself to go on another date when you know when and and listen if he comes around worst case scenario and says "Eh, you know what I had tons of fun with you but I want to like be single for summer you say great and then you're free you're free to have a a shitty couple days because you're sad and then you're free to go on dates for the summer so I you know what the more the more that I talk through this the more I'm certain you should say something Hello? Maddie, did we lose you? Mm, We lost her. Okay, well, that's... Give it a go. And please, please write in, because now I'm I'm dying to know what what Mr. Mr. Alex says. But I I kind of have a good feeling about this one. I think he's going to... I think he's going to say me too, because, you know... You know what text someone... Well, that's a whole other ball of wax. Love starts with you. Show off your personal style every day with new Pandora pieces that set a shining example for the world to see. From big feelings to small messages and everything in between, beautiful hand-finished jewelry from Pandora radiates with your love from every angle. Create a look that's all your own with a unique mix of meaningful charms or choose from Pandora's sparkling collection of timeless designs perfect for making an eye-catching statement. With Pandora Jewelry's vast selection of rings, bracelets, earrings, necklaces, and charms, there's endless ways to love it, stack it, wear it, and share it. Style your everyday favorites with sparkling cuts, vibrant enamels, and playful designs, or truly make it your own with a personal engraving. Write a love note to yourself or your best friend with beautiful hand-finished jewelry from Pandora. Spell it out with handwritten charms, sparkling stacks, and iconic styles designed for every kind of forever. Pandora jewelry is the perfect way to share the gift of love with yourself and the ones closest to your heart. Shop now at Pandora.net. Pandora, be love. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I personally have been talking to my therapist every single week about my stressful times and just getting everything off my chest, explaining the difficult situation I've been having at work and what has been weighing on me has made me feel one million times better. I really don't know what I would do without her. As you guys know, I talk to her every week. 
week. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Tinks today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P slash Tinks. All right, Haley. Hi, Haley. Good morning. How are you? Hi, Tinks. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. What's going on? Uh, so my very best friend of over like 10 years just, you know, not only told me she's dating a guy I used to hook up with, but oh. they're like in love. They've been dating for four months or five months. Oh. And, you know, the thing is, like, it just feels like I'm engaged. I'm about to marry, like, the man of my dreams. Like, so happy. It just feels, it feels shady. And I just, like, I don't know. It's not even about the guy because, you know, it's like six years ago. And I didn't like him. Like, you know, it was on and off for like a year, I guess, at the time. I probably did. But. It just feels weird, and I, like, always think about what you say about, like, being so happy for your friends, right? And, like, I want to be so happy for her. She seems happy. It just, it feels weird. So you're she's my maid of honor. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Wait, so for five months, she didn't tell you that she was dating him? Yes. We went to Casey Musgraves in Colorado and, like, legit, like, we're, had the best time. Like, she had already been seeing him for three months. Oh, not my me. God. Oh my god. I know. Uh okay, sorry. I'm resetting. I okay, uh, 5 months is like an eternity in dating. I'm just okay. I let, let's let's back up here. Okay, it was 6 years ago. You didn't like him that much. We can get over that. Like we can we can get over that. That's fine. You're engaged, you're happy, you're about to be married like to the guy of your dreams. That's amazing, but like uh, for me, the thing that bothers me is that she went five months without telling you. Like, that to me is just very strange and shady. Like, even if she didn't mean it to be, I mean, let's give her the benefit of the, bleh, benefit of the doubt and say maybe she thought you would feel weird about it. But still, she's your best friend. There's absolutely no reason why she wouldn't just sit you down and be like, oh, it, listen, it would have been a lot less awkward if she sat you down at the beginning and said, it, this is so random, but you know, so and so asked me on a date, and I think I'm gonna go. Do you care? And you would have said, no, I wouldn't. To me, the only part that's really shady is that she didn't tell you for so long. It's just like not cool. Yeah, and it just feels weird too because she used to like harp on me about this guy six years ago and like make fun of him, and now I'm like, oh my gosh, this, like this is so weird. I you know, hate it just, that. Like, it feels... Yeah, oh I know, my God. and I just like don't know what to do, and I like I feel. I just feel weird and yeah. it just feels like she's always harping on loyalty. And I just, I feel like this is so weird. You're always harping on loyalty, but I feel like mm. I'm like kind of like just no. dealing with this and it's also reversed. It just, it wouldn't be that cool. You know, I, I'm, I'm validating your feelings. Like I would feel really, really fucking weird too. I would. Cause it's just like, it's not, not it's, and even the fact that she was harping on him, like that would make me feel like, well, does she have a long game? Did she not want you to be with him because she had a crush on him? Like, there's a lot of unanswered questions. And and she's your maid of honor. Like, she's supposed to be your number one trusted confidant, like, bestie. It's just not cool behavior at all. I, I think I would have to say something. I think I would have to if I were you. Because the thing is, it's shady. And you're going to be thinking about it. And you should be thinking about 
how exciting it is that you're getting married and enjoying being a bride and enjoying the lead up to your big day. I, yeah. By the way, how did she tell you when, when she finally did fess up? How did, how did it come out? So weird. I was like, oh my gosh, are those Lululemon leggings? Those are so cute. Like, I I don't have a pair. Those are cute. And she was like, yeah, do you want me to, can I tell you something? Like, can I tell you who bought these for me? And I was like, hmm. Okay, sure, who? And she's like, well, I've been dating blah, blah for five months now. And he bought these for me for Valentine's Day. (laughs) my fucking God. That is so weird. That is so weird. weird, right? She's your maid of honor. This is insane. Oh, my God. Okay, well, first of all, I'm really sorry that you're dealing with this. Second of all, validating that it's shady. Third of all, in terms of go forward, I think you kind of have to say something and you can say it in a light way because obviously the fact that she hid it from you feels like she knows she did something wrong. So I would just be like, next time you're hanging out, don't ask her to hang out just for, for this. Like whenever you have plans or whatever, just be like, I got to tell you, like the way that you told me that you were dating blah, blah was so, this is exactly how I'd say it. I'd say, I got to tell you the way that you told me that, that you were dating blah, blah, um, really caught me off guard. You know that I would never care, right? You know that like I'm engaged and I'm getting married. Obviously, you're my maid of honor. And I I saw him like six years ago. It just really caught me off guard because I tell you everything. And I consider you my best friend. And it just seemed like a weird way to tell me. And it also seemed a little weird to hide it from me. And then she's probably going to go, yeah, like I thought you would care, blah, blah. And, And then you should say, but do you see how this made me feel way more uncomfortable than you just sitting me down at the beginning and saying, hey, I think I'm going to go on a date with blah, blah. That's what you should say. And just keep it on your feelings. Don't be like, you did this, you did that. Just be like, I felt very strange when this is the way my best friend told me she'd been dating someone for five months. I can't, personally, I can't go five minutes without texting my best friend. She knows what I had for breakfast. I told her that my coffee was lukewarm. Like, you know what I mean? That's a best friend thing. So, I think you just need to keep it in your feelings because I I can bet my bottom dollar that bet your bottom what's that phrase that she's going to be a little defensive because of the fact that she hid it from you. So just keep it keep it in your feelings. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Tanks. I appreciate that. Oh, I'm Thanks sorry. For validating me. <laughs> I'm sorry. And 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 you know yeah. what? As soon as you have the talk, go back to be, being excited about your wedding and being enjoying being engaged because this is like BS and you shouldn't be dealing with it. So I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. All right. Love Love you, you, girl. Bye. 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 Damn. If Brian ever pulled that shit, well, Brian has a live-in boyfriend, so that wouldn't happen. But if I ever pulled that shit with Brian, I went on a date recently and I didn't tell her about it. And I told her the next day, I was like, oh, I went on a date with so-and-so. And And she was like, you didn't tell me before? And I was like, you were going to make me bajiggity because you know who it is. But anyway, I can't go five minutes without talking to Brian. Anyway, this is our weekly time to talk to each other. Okay, um, we are going to go to Megan. Hello. Good morning, Megan. How are you doing? Hi there, thanks. Can you hear me? Yes, hi. Oh, amazing. Hi. I cannot believe I'm on the phone with you. Holy cow. I'm so excited. Um, What's going on? <laughs> um, well, okay. First of all, I just want to say I'm I'm a big sister to two little sisters. And so I just really appreciate everything you do for people like me who don't necessarily have like that, you know, big sister person in their life. And Thank you. I just really appreciate everything you talk about, especially what you mentioned at the beginning of your show with human connection. And I think that's mostly the reason that I'm calling in today. Um, So I'm 
in the middle of a breakup, um, my partner and I have like four-ish years broke oh, up. Gosh. Actually, we never even actually broke up. He just he just moved, and then we like were in an open relationship, and then he just like yeah. I don't know. Now we yeah. still kind of talk, but we're not together, and it just never ended, even though it was this whole four-year thing. Yeah, and I'm just really struggling with making friends and mm-hmm. a little backstory. I'm a grad student. I live in. Yeah rural Maine so it's not like there's like yeah. a lot of uh you know things happening I'm not on dating apps right. um and I know you've said that sometimes being successful and working hard can be lonely so I've been trying to you know take that into account a yeah. little bit but I guess I just wanted some advice for like how to open myself back up to human connection because I miss it so much yeah um but I find myself afraid of like going there yeah I get that. And first of all, I'm so sorry about your breakup. That's a really long time. And you're probably still healing. I mean, you're definitely still healing. It's four years is a shitload of time, especially in your young life. So just give yourself the grace to be feeling bad for a second. Like just allow yourself the space and the grace to just move through the the process of, of, you know, the breakup and, and it's, it's normal. Like it's normal to feel completely off. And it's, you know, sometimes I find after a breakup, you kind of re-examine everything and you're just kind of looking around because it forces you to do that, right? You have a breakup and then all of a sudden you're like, my orientation towards the world has completely shifted. I went from being one of two to one. You're solo, you're in rural Maine, you're a grad student. By the way, grad school, nobody talks about it, is the most fucking isolating thing on the planet. Like, I, that was my, t- that was like probably one of the hardest times of my life is when I was in grad school because I felt so alone. And it just, you know, you feel so like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? Like, why am I doing this? Why I don't connect with my classmates. Like, all my friends are working. Like, it's just a very discombobulating time, I think. Um, okay, so how to open yourself up to human connection. I think, listen, when was your breakup? Um, technically, like, I guess I would call it January is when I realized like, okay, I'm not putting energy into this person anymore. And he, his dad passed away last April and I was there and it was awful. And we, I have like a bunch of his dad's shit in my house because he just needed somewhere to put it. So there's like a boat and mountain bikes and like pictures and this guy's just fucked off to New Mexico where he lives now. And I'm just like, okay, here I am with your with your stuff yeah and do you still talk to him we do still talk Mm. I think he is now kind of like he's now being more needy towards me and I'm kind of like but I've kind of gotten to the point where I you know I got I went through the hard shit early where he just started like hooking up with a bunch of girls from home and that's fucked up you know I sort of did the hard work early literally yeah we do still talk and I hate to make generalizations but I'm gonna make one Girls always hurt worse and first. Guys hurt like in the long game. It takes them like three or four months and then they're like, oh, fuck, I'm really sad. It's just it's a generalization, but one I have found to be true. So I I validating you there. Um, So I do you like your classmates in grad school at all? Somewhat. So I'm I'm an ecology person. Um, so strange mix of folks, as you could imagine, yeah. up in Maine <laughs> doing ecology. Um, but in in a good way. Like I really like getting to know all sorts of different people. Um, but I'm like I'm originally from just outside of Chicago. I went to like a pretty big uh, 
Big Ten University. Like I'm yeah. kind of a big social person and everyone here is a little bit more keeps to themselves yeah. Um, yeah. type. So I, I do enjoy them, but it's just not like they're my people necessarily. So I would say um, one idea I have for you is to really get on a good schedule of keeping up with your friends from home. Um, and honestly, the the time I'm thinking about in my life that I can relate this to is like in quarantine when I was living alone and I was pretty new to LA and I didn't feel like I had a good like group and I, you know, no one was seeing anyone, but I got into a very regular schedule of catching up with friends who actually lived on the other side of the world. So my friend Alex, my friend Camilla, like they live in Europe. And for some reason, I just, I just really started talking to them like every day, honestly. And it provided me a lot of comfort and it provided me a lot of connection. And, you know, now obviously we don't still speak every day, but I'm so much closer to them from that. And it's like, you know, picking up the phone and calling someone on your way to class goes a long way. And and even if you're not that close to them, you know, it's okay to open up. But one way to welcome human connection into your life is to take that olive branch and be the first to to extend it. So calling up a friend who you're, you know, you're from college or from home and just being like, dude, I am like in rural Maine. Can you tell me about what's going on in your city? Because I'm bored out of my mind here and I just, I want to hear about it. And you know what? Some friends, they're not going to bite, but some friends are. And talking on the phone with people, it's so comforting. Like I know, you know, Gen Z, they don't like to do that, whatever. I don't know how old you are, but like really getting a, a phone call from a friend is just like the best feeling like just to say hey you know I have anxiety so every time my one of my friends call me I'm like what's wrong and they're like nothing nothing but I'm just calling to say hi but I love calling people and I and I think that it could help provide comfort while you transition out of this relationship and while you kind of find your footing again because I do believe you are still finding your footing you're still talking to this guy so it's still like raw nerves you know what I mean um so yeah, that's that's my advice. I'm not going to tell you to go to a workout class in rural Maine and try to make a friend. I'm not going to do that. But I think that just really connecting with your best friends li- wherever they live, um, it will provide you with comfort and joy and a sense of um, and a sense of security, even if it's not a physical one. Uh, that's that's what I think I would do. That's really helpful. And I, I just want to say, I really respect how much, how highly you hold your, your friendships. And that was one thing that I really let go during my relationship. So I think this yeah. is kind of my sign that I need to just like, you know, open up and be like, I'm sorry that I disappeared for a few years there, but yeah, uh, and know, hey, that's I am okay. and I want to know what's going on in your life. That's okay. And, and like your friends will forgive you. That's the thing is like, I've done that. We've all done that. That's why I call it boyfriend sickness. Like we've all at some point fallen prey to boyfriend sickness, right? We go in, we forget about our friends, blah, blah. And then we come out of it and we're like, oh damn. And that's why I always encourage people like no matter how good your relationship is, no matter if you're convinced that you're going to marry them, you got to hold on to those friendships because they nourish you and they're so important. They're a different area of your life. So even if you have to make like one uncomfortable joke about it being like, hey, I was dating so-and-so for four years and now I live in rural Maine and I miss you so much. <laughs> Can you please tell me what's going on in your life and whatever? And and people people love human connection. That's the great thing about it, right? Is that they're they're rooting for you and they're rooting for um, your friendship and, and 
it feels good. Human connection is, is literally, it feels amazing. So even if you have to say like, Hey, like, you know, sorry, I was kind of absent for a couple of years. I, that, you know, people will be like, Oh, no problem. She recognized it. Not a big deal and move on. So that's what I would do. Um, and, and hang in there. You're going to be completely fine. I sometimes find that when I look back on my life, the loneliest times in my life were where the most growth came out of. I know that's like so cheesy and annoying to say, but when I look back now, I'm like, I had some of my best ideas in those, in that time. And I, I really grew from, from the loneliness. So if that at all helps, you know, you reframe it, um, and just like, look for the, look for the light, look for the human connection and, and you're, you're going to, you're going to be totally okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you. That means so much. I was housing a bagel right before you answered my call. And I feel like this has all just been a very good, uh, few minutes for me. So thank you so much. Thanks. I really appreciate everything you do. Of course. Of course. Hang in there. Lots of love. Thanks so much. Love you. Thanks. Love you. Bye. Um, all right, guys. Well, I, uh, I leave you with on that note, I, I leave you on that note. I leave you on the note of, um, human connection, um, and in looking for the goodness and and but also not not getting complacent this time i know i'm i'm not so watch this space for um for that i love you guys so 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 much more than ever i love every single one of you don't forget new episodes of the podcast are available every monday and friday um i will be back on friday with another episode until then bye Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. Have you heard about Roback Activewear? Well, let me introduce you. You may have seen that subtle dog logo on your man's polos, hoodies, or Q-zips, but now Roback is growing their women's line. They strive for the best fit and best feel. I am so glad that Roback is now doing women's wear as well because they really have it down when it comes to super soft athletic wear that is just the cutest ever and so, so, so comfortable. You know me, I'm all about comfort. I'm all about feeling cozy while on the go and I am always on the go. So go Roback. We love that you're in women's wear now. It's 2024, the spring's coming and ladies, it's time to check out Roback for yourself. So use the code TINKS on Roback.com for a generous 20% off your first order for all hoodies, joggers, skorts, and more. That's spelled R. H-O-B-A-C-K dot com. That's 20% off with the code TINKS.